0: thank you for joining me this is episode number 99 the power in our steps my name is Kathy I love to challenge and I love to be challenged usually the challenges that that I connect with are are thought related or kinda habit related but about a month ago maybe three weeks ago John and I were challenged physically we took a wonderful vacation out west. 11 days we drove from our home in Iowa all the way to Glacier National Park in Montana and then south to Colorado Springs and then and then east again, I guess the direction would have been. <laughs> we had a wonderful trip, but okay, so we had some life lessons. A few life lessons. One of them happened on day 2 of our trip. So on day 1 we left Iowa and we drove west. It takes about Five hours to get across the state. We did stop in Sac City because we wanted to see the largest popcorn ball. It was only three miles off the highway. Why would you not stop, right? <laughs> and then we went into South Dakota and we went north a little bit off our trail, a little bit to DeSmit. I think I said it right. DeSmit, South Dakota. We had to have the locals tell us how to pronounce it because I call it DeSmet, but it's DeSmit. Smith South Dakota so for any of my friends who are Laura Ingalls Wilder fans or Little House on the Prairie fans that's where we went John was so uninterested but he was really a good fan he was he was good he took pictures with me and enjoyed right I guess he enjoyed (laughs) but then we stayed in Mitchell South Dakota that evening and yes we did drive past the Corn Palace Um, it has a circus theme so it was really kind of fun it was beautiful Uh, Then the next day on day two. Hey, Gisela, thanks for joining me live. I see that you're on. On day two, we drove west some more and our goal was to get to the other side of South Dakota. So before we even left Iowa, one of my friends told me that we need to stop at Chamberlain Rest Area. I thought that was kind of odd i've never been recommended or told to stop at a rest area uh but okay we did i think actually two people so i'm like well this is a big deal let's do it wow wow this rest area is right off of the interstate and as we were exiting and kind of turning into the rest area it was on a curve and then suddenly the scenery just got amazing it overlooked the missouri river and the chamberlain rest area is where the flatland of south dakota now changes to the amazing landscape the badlands the um, black hills the that's where it all kind of begins so yeah the beauty was amazing there's this 90 foot statue Uh, her name is dignity uh there's a museum at this rest area there's some walking paths however you do need to be careful because beware of rattlesnakes That kept me on the path Um, it was absolutely absolutely gorgeous and it really did begin our our trek into a whole different view it wasn't the flatlands of Iowa or South Dakota anymore yes by the way Giselle I see your comment loves road trips sounds like we had a lot of fun we did we did so all in one day we're traveling west through South Dakota we stop at Chamberlain the next place we stop is the Badlands holy beautiful holy cow it was amazing now mind you it was 106 degrees on this day so we were driving the mustang with the top up it's a convertible we had the top up on day one and it kind of was exhausting uh but day two we needed the air conditioning so 106 degrees but we we got to the badlands oh wait we did stop and and feed the prairie dogs and we saw the largest prairie dog I didn't get any pictures of that, though. I was so disappointed in myself. (laughs) But we did feed the prairie dogs. uh, And then we got into the national park, the Badlands National Park, and we stopped and did a hike. Even though it was hot, you just, you can't help but get out and enjoy this just amazing, amazingness. So we took this hike, and it was really kind of like on a path and on some rock formations, but it was really more of a flat type of rock formation uh so after we did that we only made a few more stops through the badlands and but we drove all the way through and which takes you to wall south dakota and of course we stopped at wall drug because you just you have to (laughs) Uh, but then we just kept going kept going to rapid city and then we stopped at bear country and that was really fun uh by the way they wouldn't let us take our convertible through you drive through this kind of like zoo almost uh but with the the cloth top they made us just use one of their loaner vehicles and keep our vehicle parked the bear didn't even get close to us but it's okay a coyote did okay so after bear country we still had light it was still like i don't know five six o'clock so we went to mount rushmore i remember it as a child but it's just a magnificent creation it's amazing the art that is right there on the mountain The creativity of people and the ability for people to to carve into the mountain is just amazing. And, And at Mount Rushmore, I don't remember this. This is newer. They have this path that you can walk. It's, I think, called the Walk of the Presidents. And when you're walking, you're walking through trees. It's directly below the faces. So when you look up, you're I mean, you're looking up George Washington's nose. You're so right under it. It was beautiful. Just a simple kind of created path. It was wonderful. Uh, so then that night, we stayed in Custard, South Dakota, and we were very close to Custard State Park. So the next day, we were also very close to Needles Highway. So the next day, we went on Needles Highway, which was quite an adventure. Again, this amazing rock formations that suddenly just pop out of nowhere. And then they build tunnels through these rocks. And, yeah, so... That was pretty amazing. And then we went to Custard State Park. We were ready for a picnic, and we were also going to do some hiking. But I don't, I mean, hiking, it's kind of like walking on a path, right? Uh, So we had, you know, our shoes on, and we had water, and we had our visor and our backpack. uh, But it wasn't, we're not serious hikers. We're not, like, serious rock climbers by any means. I had read something that the highest peak east of the Rocky Mountains is right there in South Dakota. So, I was looking for it, right? I found it on the map. It's right there in Custard State Park. So we get going on the path. Now I got to admit, I'm a little nervous with the altitude because I've definitely gotten the altitude sickness over the years at different times. So I know I need to drink water. So we're minding that. We're we're starting on our walk, and it was a dirt path with a with a little bit of an incline. So it was it was working us a little bit. And then we get to a fork in the road and one arrow says to the left is little devil's tower and then to the right it really didn't say what it was well i'm not finding the highest peak but you know what we're already walking for over an hour let's let's do it let's go to little devil's tower suddenly the dirt path changed to pure rocks and we seriously were in rock climbing mode we had no Uh, stakes in the road to tell us what direction to go we had no no map because i forgot it in the car we were just following blue arrows like spray painted into the rocks and and we seriously we were getting into some rock climbing there was no path to follow anymore so we were we were following the crowd but there really wasn't a crowd so we were just trying to figure out where we're going and at one point we get to an area that is going straight up uh, to, to, to make that climb I mean that would have been that's a huge stretch like take your leg and put it up as high as you can go and that was the stretch that's needed and then once you do get up onto that big rock you're in this very narrow space like my hips barely fit and the people were coming down while we were obviously we had to wait for them right so while we were trying to get up they were coming down and they said oh you're almost there you're almost there it's worth it and John and I just looked at each other like holy cow We weren't expecting this at all plus the elevation right I hope we have enough water Uh, it was it was getting a little windier because we're getting up there and I even looked at John and I said you know we don't have to go all the way to the top this is amazing right here we can call it good and we can head back down because we still had an hour and a half trek back down nope Nope, we're not stopping. Let's figure this out. So we made this this extreme climb, and at that one particular moment, John went first, and he even turned around to give me a hand, and and I just it was too awkward. I couldn't. I needed to get my own bearings, my own grip. Right. I needed to be very intentional where I was putting my feet, where I was grabbing my hands. So I I dismissed. I I said no, thank you. Let me just go. Let me let me figure this out. So I stretched my legs, I put my legs into position, and I I grabbed, I mean, there's not like big rocks to grab. You're just putting your hands, literally rock climbing, you're putting your hands in the right place. So I was very intentional, and and I did it. I mean, it was a breeze, so it was no big deal. (laughs) And then we get walking more, and there's more rocks to climb, and finally we get to the very top. Well, it wasn't the tallest, highest peak east of the Rocky Mountains. It was only 6,983 feet above sea level. John climbed to the highest point he could climb. He had his little elevation meter, and he was even raising his hand real high. He couldn't he could get it up to 7,000 feet, but we were close. And it was a little chilly up there, and it was very, very windy. So John goes to the highest point and says, take a picture of me. So he stands there with his arms in the air, just like Rocky, you know, arms in the air, like he conquered it. I got some great pictures, but I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't stand. (laughs) I have a picture of me sitting with my arms in the air because the wind was pretty intense. And um, yeah, you know what? I made it up there, but standing was a whole other feat. On the way back down, I thought on the way down would be actually harder because these inclines were so intense. It wasn't as bad. It was easy. It was harder finding our way because the blue arrows were created on the way up. So on the way down, we didn't quite see them all. But on the way down, wasn't wasn't all that bad. And, and it did go faster, right, because we're going downhill. But on the whole trek, I kept thinking about a speaker that I heard years ago. Her name is Allison Levine. And she's a mountain climber. And she's climbed Mount Everest. And during her presentation, she was sharing about the the challenges on a mountain. Now, granted, we were about 10,000 feet. No, we were more than 10,000 feet lower than she was. So we didn't have all the oxygen challenges and truly the cold air and even more wind than what we faced. And there was a time where she was, was being challenged and almost threatened that she wasn't going to reach the summit. She was, and and she made a trip that she couldn't get all the way to the top because of weather. So the second trip was kind of the same thing. And they were, they were borderline. They were seeing the storms coming in. They were borderline, but all she kept saying is, you know what? She, she bundled up and she just kept focusing on one more step, one more step, her next step. She wasn't looking at the summit. She wasn't looking at what's in front of her she was just looking at the one step in front of her not the huge goal so while we were climbing i was i was saying that you know john's seen the video of allison as well but i was commenting on just just one more step just one step intentionally place your feet one more place one more step I, we did see some people who who did fall a little bit nothing major but enough to have a big scrape down their leg. so i mean you know you you have to be intentional. With your next step the power of our next step when we create goals we create goals i mean it's like the summit right we're, we're we're going for the top we're going for the gold but it's not easy to get there and there's times when i don't reach my summit or i kind of change and detour a little bit i want you to Just, I guess, remember the story and think about this in the next adventure that you're taking. It might be at your desk in front of your computer. It might not be a physical climb that you're doing, but it's no different. It's the same level of challenge that we have. So, so whatever your goal is, whatever you're currently working on, or whatever you have in your, in your bucket list to be working on, I challenge you not to look At the ultimate result today focus on your next step there's a lot of power in your next step be intentional on what your next step is going to be that step is going to take you to the summit I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world-class. Please follow this podcast, visit our websites, and follow Unity Consulting and Chef Kathy on Facebook. That's Chef, like a cook, C-H-E-F. Be sure to share this with your friends. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.